What's up, Hogland Nation? You know we gotta tell you about Mr. T's Tuxedos. Do you or someone you know have a wedding, formal, prom, or big event coming up soon? Well, lucky for you, we have you covered. Mr. T's Tuxedos has the best suits and tuxedos in the area and will have you looking your best for your big day. With their main store located in Minersville, PA, they also offer fitting services located in Center City, Philly, as well as on-site fittings at your preferred location. Make sure to mention that Hogline sent you when you visit in-store or reach out with an inquiry. To take a look at their catalog and for more information on all that Mr. T's Tuxedos has to offer, visit MrTsTux.com. That's M-R-T-S-T-U-X.com. And remember, you only have one shot at looking your best. Be sure to take it with Mr. T's Tuxedos. What's going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside my co-hosts, Jack Manis and Andrew Scheffler. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the 212th episode of the podcast. We are here. Thanksgiving football is upon us, and we can't wait. We're here to break down the action. We have a draft for you. Should we reveal what it is now, or should we make them wait? going to be in the episode title, so say it. Okay, we're drafting Thanksgiving foods. Um, Thanksgiving is Jack's favorite holiday. Is it's, it not yours? It's probably mine. Is it, Jeff, where does it rank for you? I think uh, I, 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 Christmas still takes the cake, but Thanksgiving, I think, as I've gotten older, is, has made its way up the ranks. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's, it's top two, but probably mm-hmm. one for me, so... It's pretty great. Um, great time to spend with family and uh, watch some football and eat some good food. So, well, what what more could you could you ask for? Treat. Um, treat. Before we get to the Thanksgiving action and and look at, look ahead of Week Twelve, we kind of have to go back at Week Eleven. Unfortunately, uh, Shref, the Eagles didn't look too good, and for the second week in a row, even though they did win, they did pull out the victory. And it is hard to win in this league, so a win is a win. Hmm. I'm sure it left much to be desired, so please elaborate on that. Second week in a row where, again, they definitely did not look like they brought their A game whatsoever. Oh. Uh, yeah, let's, let's get into it. Word, word of the day. Uh, sloppy. Sloppy. Yes. Get the right word. Uh, so last week, the theme was... Uh, the defense was just, you know, get a stop, couldn't get off the field. Fast forward one week to yesterday, and this time it, it, it was the offense's turn to uh, to show up and lay an egg. Um, so it was, it was pretty much the exact opposite of uh, of, of the previous week. Um, on consistency was was just sloppiness, though. Uh, you saw it last week. All of a sudden, like the turnover differential is where they had really been dominating, and these past two weeks, not not so much. Um, so to start, Jalen Hurts was, I would say he was fine. I don't think he was, it certainly what, what was not anywhere near his best performance. I thought he was fine. Um, I thought some things that stood out, one was, uh, the decision-making that was normally, that's been like, kind of like his, the best part of his game, honestly, so far this season, 
was pretty non-existent. Um, I don't know how much you guys watched, if any, but uh, a lot of they, they they were running a lot of read option and kind of like those like snap decisions that Hurts has to make, and he just wasn't making the correct decisions a lot of the time. So a lot of like he got blown up once or twice from holding the ball or handing it off to running back to the running back who got blown up. Like I don't know, just the, the decision making was off. Uh, so that wasn't ideal. Still had some good moments. Obviously, the last drive, while he did not throw the ball, he ran the ball really well, uh, and still still made a few good throws. So, like I said, fine, not not awful, certainly not good. Uh, and then also on that on that fumble uh, that he had, I would have preferred a little bit better pocket awareness. I know he was coming from the blind side, but when you're running free for that long without getting hit, you should probably assume that you might have to kind of climb up the pocket a little bit with guys coming behind you. Um, but that all leads me around to the play calling, which I think was kind of my biggest issue. Um, they've done this a couple times this year, but they they have certain drives where they just decide to abandon the run. And I'm not even just talking about, like, Miles Sanders or, like, a Gainwell or a Boston Scott. Like, I'm talking about Hurts running the ball, too. And it, you could tell that they, you know, they finally realized at the end of the game and the Colts were just giving that to them, the, that entire drive. Um, but getting Hurts involved with his legs is kind of what opens everything up for this offense, I think. And because, like, I mean, when he got drafted, he was drafted to be a running quarterback. And obviously he has clearly made strides as a passer, but that doesn't mean that you can't still use him for what he is still probably best at, which is with the football in his hands. He pretty much has the build of a, of a running back as is. So, like, I mean, I it that's just something that I'd like them to lean on more. And then... Jack, I know you you texted and said to not to not let the Eagles off easy. So I'm not going to let Nick uh, I'm not going to let Nick Sirianni off easy here. He had maybe one of the dumbest timeout calls I've I've ever seen uh, watching football. I don't know if you guys were aware of this or not. The end of the game. Yeah. So so the Eagles are driving down, uh, moving the ball pretty well. If I remember correctly, I believe they had two timeouts left. Um, they're driving down. They get down to, I want to say it was like maybe the eight-yard line or something like that, fourth and two. Um, so, you know, like big, obviously this is like the game. If you don't get it, game's over. Need need a touchdown here. Like, you know it's on the line. Well, and, if, you, if you don't get it, the game isn't over with two timeouts. Correct. With two timeouts, there was like, the Wasn't there like a minute 40-ish left, I think? There's enough time left on the clock. They would have had about like 30-ish seconds left to do something. Uh-huh. So they... Sirianni sends them out in their normal QB sneak formation. Keep in mind it's fourth and two, so right off the bat you're like, what? Like I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what? It was a they? long two as well. Long two. So I'm right on. Like even in that moment, I'm like, what's going on here? Then not only do they, I mean, they don't run a play. Instead, they decide to call it. They decide to use a timeout. Um. So they use a timeout. They come back out. Thank God they got the first and they obviously scored a touchdown. But if you don't, if you come out and you don't get that. All of a sudden, it's their their ball. You have one timeout. Game's over. That's that's one of those things that gonna get lost in the shuffle because they did win. But I, like you said, Jack, I'm not gonna go easy on them. That's something that yeah, that's something that cannot happen. I don't. I didn't watch any post game stuff, so I don't know if he was asked about, it and I didn't see a response on it. Um, but there's no excuses for that. That's just poor coaching and just like being dumb. That's all I got for it. It's just dumb. Like try um, to be too gimmicky. I don't even know what his angle not, was there. I don't even know if it's gimmicky. It's just dumb. I don't like that. Yeah, so, like, he's like, probably just know. waiting. He's probably getting trying to get him to draw off sides. He was, but like it, was, it's but... not 
there's like a 99 fans. like there's they're not going to go off sides and uh, like they know that they aren't going to run that like i don't know and, and, Weird. and that's the thing if you are going to get them to jump off sides like coming out in a sneak formation on fourth and two i don't know if it's going to do it like it if it's fourth and one you're like an inch away maybe yeah but like with with the, how much there was to go like it would made no sense the call was stupid but also sorry to interrupt you it, it didn't even to me it didn't even look like a sneak formation it looked like a kneeing formation it, a, it, it, it does yeah it wasn't knee. like aj brown and someone else it was like a triangle behind i don't know it was yeah, a weird so it was a very weird formation. like that that's their their sneak formations have kind of gone all over the place throughout the year so that it, it looked like a sneak but i can see how yeah it, it kind of did look like a knee but that was confusing. I, I, I wasn't going to let Sirianni get off the hook for that. So it, if you're listening, Nick, just just watch out. Um, but so we'll lead off with the with all the bad there. I will talk about the good. The defense showed back up. It was great to see. Uh, first drive happened, and I was like, uh, uh-oh, this is, we're about to see the same exact thing happen all over again. Um, that did not happen. After that first drive, I, w- I mean, definitely a couple lapses here and there, but overall, didn't ask for much more. Um Obviously, the two biggest stories are Linval Joseph and, and Indomitian Sue. Uh, I admittedly was not a huge fan of these signings when they first happened. Not because I didn't, th- like, it wasn't a whole, like, I obviously knew they were going to contribute because, I mean, they have to. Like, we don't have anyone else right now. Um, but it was more of just, like, it seems like they're just trying to, like, fill these holes with aging veterans who, like, probably don't really have it in them anymore. It's just going to look stupid. Like, all that fun stuff. They go out there and they, they shut me up. Uh, they were not, I wouldn't say they were dominant, but ma- they made plays the entire game. Uh, the running game after that first drive, I mean, the Colts, obviously the Colts play calling confused me too, but either way, they were able to stop the run after that first drive, made big plays when they had to, a couple big time sacks. Um, not much to complain about with that unit. Uh, definitely want to keep seeing how they progress. Um, I will give a couple shout outs as well. Uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, it seems like as he's gotten more comfortable, I almost have him playing in more of like that, like that Malcolm Jenkins kind of safety, but then can also come up to the line of scrimmage role. He had 11, he had the most tackles on the team. He had 11 tackles. And what I can remember, I didn't have the exact numbers, but a lot of those tackles were happening like within like, like at the line of scrimmage, like a couple yards past, like he's, he's coming up and making plays, which is really good to see. And then, I've shouted at TJ Edwards a couple times, but he's his improvement outside of Jalen Hurts. I would say he's probably the most improved Eagle that I've seen this year. Um, like just flies around the field, plays downhill, makes it. I don't think I've really seen him miss a tackle. Like he's just so sure with it. Um, so he he's awesome. I hope that we can maybe find a way to keep him around. Um, so yeah, overall, really good defensive game. Offense was really bad, uh, and like I said at the beginning, just really sloppy and. These are just some of these errors that weren't happening this year um, that are going to have to get corrected because obviously we got Packers coming up for prime time. No matter how good or bad we think the Packers are, that's going to be a tough game. And then Titans are coming uh, as well. So Derrick Henry's coming up. So, I mean, these these mental mistakes and, like, weird turnovers, they, they need to stop because the next stretch is going to get a little a little interesting. Yeah, for certain. I mean, I, it really, I really did not think they were going to win it. Um, they pulled out kind of at the last minute there. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I just knew once they scored that I really had no faith in Matt Ryan to march him down the field and get a field goal. Um, so, you know, it was pretty much over then, but yeah, I mean, like I said at the beginning there, I mean, you still get a win. 
Um, hopefully, you can just move on to the next week and uh, kind of just go from there. Sunday night football, so yeah. against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's talk about the Steelers. Steelers lost thirty-seven to thirty. Um, it was a—I don't know what to call it—a frustrating game because, in my opinion, it, it felt like it was winnable, especially when you're up. Well, we were up three at halftime, right, Jack? Twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, the game was within grasp for sure. Um, you win the turnover margin two to nothing, uh, and I don't know. I mean, I guess in summation, I could say that the defense really just didn't didn't come to play at the end of the day. Uh, you can't have Samaj P. Ryan score three touchdowns on you. That's just a no-no. Um, what do you think, Jack? I mean, Kenny kind of kind of did what he did all year, pretty much. He kind of had an average game for him. So, yeah. Um, let's start with Kenny. I agree with that. He, I think he played decent. Um. Missed a few throws. I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to watch back the film like last, like I did last week yet. But uh, missed a f- few throws. But I didn't think inaccuracies was an issue. Um, after we had an interception late in the first half, which got the ball around, I think our own forty. The Levi Wallace interception, Mitchell. Yep. And the. Commentators, it was Gumble and Archuleta. They were they were uh, applauding Kenny. Like he showed he had, they said he showed great command of the offense, which that was evident. Drove us down to we got down to like the ten or so, um, but then time right now we get a field goal. So we had a lot of momentum going into half, and then we got received the ball. And at halftime, I was worried that uh, Matt Canada, who has been way too conservative at times throughout the year. Now that we have a lead for once, that he would that conservatism would come out, and it sure did. Um, I think we had like nine yards in the fourth quarter, or sorry, in the third quarter. Like we just came out so flat and way too predictable. So Jermaine Pratt, linebacker for the Bengals, like said post game that we kind of predict felt like we knew what they were, where they were going. Um, if you recall, Mitchell, there's a spe- specific like end arounds to uh or jet sweep to Steven Sims lost like three or four yards. Um like a play like that, it worked in the beginning, but too many times they're gonna catch on. They did. It's just I think it's clear that he's the problem, even despite us putting up thirty points, garbage time did help a little bit. Um yeah, I just it was just odd. And there are some other questionable calls for via play calling, I guess I could point out, but I won't go into more detail. Uh, defense didn't play great, let up 37 points. Um, I mean, you can't let Samaje Piran catch three touchdowns. Uh, that's on your, I guess, on your linebackers. Um, line, lineback, middle linebackers, off ball linebackers, as well as the corners, did not have a good game. Uh, I mean, T. Higgins, I know, granted, he's very, very good, but. What was his final stat line, Mitchell? Did he have like 160 yards? Like close to it, maybe, if he didn't. Oh, wait, I have it up right here. I should have just looked. Tegan's had, yeah, a 9 for 148. Um, like, and it's such disparity to the next guy. Like, Samaj P. Ryan, three touchdowns, 52. So, yeah, it was 148 and then 52, 42, 42, 42, 28. Like, the targets were 13 for Higgins and then 4 for. Seven to Boyd, three three one one one. Like it was, 
going after Higgins all day long. Uh, I kind of questioned the kind of coverage we were giving him. Uh, a lot of single coverage, and we were... Uh, it was just odd what we were throwing at him. Um, yeah, the front four was ferocious. I mean, I think we only had like two sacks. We did only have two sacks, but TJ Watt had one of the most impressive interceptions you'll ever see. Um, the other interception I mentioned earlier was due to a, a tip ball at the line. There was Spillane, who is a linebacker, but um, the front, our, our, we were getting to Burrow. We were making him uncomfortable at times, uh, forcing intercept or forcing incompletions. So, I mean, no gripe about the the defensive line, but uh, yeah, these corners and middle linebacker, middle middle linebackers, got to play better. Or, I mean, I, I think they'll get replaced in the offseason regardless. So. Uh, I guess that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good breakdown. Uh, offensive line didn't really play very well either. Um, Kenny yeah. gets sacked twice. and Could have been yeah. more. He had a lot of throwaways, which it's smart. Hurts his completion percentage, but it's smart. Um, yeah. And he also, I mean, he's going to keep having these games. I mean, he's had two so far, but like he hasn't had a, a turnover since... Eagles game. So, like, he'll be going, like, a full calendar month without a turnover, which is uh, I like to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, man, what was I going to say? Yeah, I think I saw somewhere that Kenny has thrown in every game he started at least 30 passes, and three games he's thrown 40-plus passes. Um, so, that's a lot for a young quarterback to shoulder. Um, all those pass attempts, you know, I mean, the running game has gotten better. Uh, specifically, Najee's gotten better for the past couple weeks, for sure. Um, I, I, saw, I know it's a completely different era of NFL, clearly. It was 20, almost 20 years ago. Uh, but Roethlisberger in his rookie season only threw over 30-plus times once in that season. Uh, so, you know, you can look at it as times have changed, which they certainly have. But, again, it's not... When a rookie quarterback is throwing that many times, you got to expect mistakes. So, not also, that he had, not that he had any of this game, but you know, in general. And last thing, the that deep ball he at the end of the game they threw to George Pickens. I don't know if Sharp, did you see it by chance? I mean, I know Mitchell saw it. I didn't Pickens, see the deep ball. I saw the. I was going to compliment his touchdown throw that he had to Pickens, though. Right. Yeah. We'll talk about the next in one second because I do want to say something about that. Um. The throw to Pickens, I mean, what was the, I didn't, I should have looked at the highlight again, but the highlight, it was a drop touchdown, but the, uh, the air yards, like it must've been like 50 yards. It was a per, I mean, objectively it was a perfect ball, uh, right over defender's hands and Pickens dropped it, which is very strange for me to see or ever, everyone to see, I guess. I mean, he probably was, his view was probably obstructed by the defender that was on him. Um, in the hand that the that guy I don't know who it was, but he got up, but it did hit Pickens right in the hands, and that's just very uncharistic and so weird to see because he literally catches anything. And if, I mean, if he has that touchdown, I know we end up scoring a touchdown anyway in that late drive with the Naji run, but man, Pickett's stat line would have just even looked a ton better if uh included a fifty yard touchdown even more. So, uh, but the the touchdown he did have to Pickens, I texted Temp that. I think because a big critique that some people have of Kenny is that he doesn't have an elite trait that he's like really good at. 
And it's weird to say, but I think Kenny's elite trait is uh, just being able to deliver passes while just getting wrecked, like under that, complete that, pressure, that, just that, hanging that, in there in the very last second. Yes. Like, I think he is legitimately at, is, you could say, elite at, and he's, he's very good at that. And it's more underrated than you think. Like, that quarterbacks who are good at that, that's a touchdown pass instead of quarterback who's bad at that could be a throwaway incompletion, a sack, or interception. So I think that is an under undervalued trait, and he's shown that it's not is that that's not, that's not the only time he's done that either. Like in this first start, when Quinn Williams came came barreling down on him, he hit Fryer Muth in the middle of the field. He's done that consistently, um, for a few times so far, which I, is good to see. But also get in better protection. What's the what 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 what's the word for that? Pocket toughness. I guess like toughness, and that's like some people like said like that was his trait like oh he's a gamer and like he's got a competitor which like i don't know i mean i agree that he's like a game quote-unquote gamer competitor but like i don't know that's not really like a not too tangible of a, a trait i'd say but he and is like, that isn't for that throw for me too it was part of it was also the fact that like i feel like most not most qbs but i, I would assume some qbs because that that route that he ran was a very slow developing route and one where kenny knew he was going to have to sit on it and give it and give it a minute before it was open. So like the fact that he knew going into it, like if I'm going to make this play, I know I'm going to take a shot and still was like, let's take the shot and let's make the throw. Like I a good, it, it's a good quality to have. And the fact that he's confident enough to step in and make that throw, even with him coming is good. I like that. Too. I like seeing that. Yeah, I agree. And also just one more shout out for a play that he made was uh I think it was after the Pickens drop on the final drive when he escaped the rush and then he threw it to Fryermuth, I think. Or no, that was um yes, it was right. the drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. That was a I thought he was gonna take off and run, which I he I still feel like he would have picked up the first down if he did, but he delivered a strike, like a bullet to Fryermuth, who caught it. And then Fryermuth Fryermuth caught it, maybe what, like ten, twelve yards um ahead and uh Frymuth just dragged defenders on him and got uh, like 10 more yards after the catch. So that was a really good play. Yes, that was, that was a good one. Yeah, so, you know, overall frustrating game because we definitely could have won. We were right there. It was within our grasp. But hopefully, you know, going forward, we got the Colts next uh, Monday Night Football. So, you know, I'm sure everyone else in the, in the country is going to be upset that that's games on Monday Night Football. But, you know, we'll be looking forward to it. Um, can we can we say uh, for the sake of unbiased un- unbiasedism? How do you say that? Not for, definitely not that. For the sake of being unbiased, can we just say something that he didn't do right? Because we really only just said good things. Which I mean, I don't know. Okay. If, if you don't think so, let's nitpick. What 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 did he not do well? Mm. I, I did mean, see I, actually. I did see that. Uh, which again, I do want to look at the film on this. That he wasn't Deontay Johnson wasn't heavily targeted, um, and oh, some okay, people. Wait, yeah, wait. I, I raised my hand. Yeah, it, I haven't watched every single snap, but it does. Sometimes it does feel like he stares down Fryermuth a little too much. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like that could be something where he is. Um, really gung-ho about going to his first read 
because there was another play too. Uh, it was Tanaji, I think. Which again, I think it was a tweet I saw. I don't know if you remember. It was like a wheel route to Najee Jack, and he was pretty covered. Um, and I think it it hit off his hands. But maybe he just saw. I think he was guarded by a linebacker, and Kenny's like, "I like that matchup. I'm going to go here no matter what." But he really was not open. The, the whoever mm-hmm. the linebacker was did do a good job in coverage. Um, and I remember earlier in the year, I think Tomlin said that Kenny can't stop. He said he was staring down George too much. He's like, I can't. He can't just look at. 14 the whole way down so yeah that um, could be something he's got to be able to, i mean hopefully that's more uh that's just something that's more as a veteran yeah, yeah. just be yeah. being yeah. able to spread the ball around more consistently the, the, um the but yeah i guess i can still see that yeah it'll all slow down for him as it goes because like at at pit i think i actually had complimented him on that before like obviously with with addison there his first read was open a lot of the time but right. from what I remember, especially that senior year, like he was able to kind of go through his progressions and make make maybe not the first read throw. So I I right. know that he can do it. It's more of I I really think the game like the pro game is just going to take a little bit to slow down for him, and then hopefully he can get back to his ways. And he even did that. I recall uh, Mitchell. You might remember this too. Um, it was an all twenty two angle of uh, like Trubisky on the top and Kenny on the bottom from the Jets game. And we we ran the same play, and you could visibly see when Mitch was for Mitch's play after his first read was covered, he panicked and ended up taking a sack. But then for Kenny's, you could see his head turn. He was going through multiple reads, and then uh, I forget what the result of the play was. But oh no, maybe it was the the Frymouth play. Um, yeah, that he hit him, and he, so he has shown it uh, at least then. Uh, but maybe that's something that uh, yeah, I don't know, inconsistent yeah. so far. Yeah, just has to read. become more consistent over time. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm glad, glad, glad we brought in some negatives in there because, uh, you know, people could it's be... Tough. It's, it's tough when this when this podcast is two Steelers fans and an Eagles fan, but a Pitt fan. So right. <laughs> yeah, there's no one to keep us in check. <laughs> there's uh, no one to right. keep us in check at all. <laughs> um, but, okay, all right. Not not that we would, but you know, we, we included some negatives in there. So there you go. All right. It's time to draft some food, specifically some Thanksgiving food. Um someone pull up the draft randomization website, please. I'm I'm pull, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> and are we going to I feel like we we've usually lately at least have been whoever his picked first gets first selection, like first choice of where yeah. they want to pick, or they want to do want to. Okay. Yeah. Hey, do you guys, uh, do you guys trust my my honesty when it comes to this? We do. Yeah. Okay, I cool. do at least. Make sure. Yeah. Did you do it? I'm about to. I'm going to spin for the first name. Okay. Uh oh. Jack, what pick would you like? It was very close between between Mitchell and Jack's name, so I was waiting to see what it was. Ah, I don't even know. Uh, I think I know what I would like. I think I do too. I I know what I would be. T- I don't know where I would go. See, I don't really know Shreff's food preferences. That's the problem. Um, It'll be interesting. 
Because I want two of them so bad. <laughs> but go I'm, two. But it, well, it's going to go one, and then I'm only going to get one. I'm probably going to get one. I don't even know which one I choose. I'll go two. Why not? I'll just go two. All right. No, 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 no. I take it back. I want to go one. I want to go one. I okay. Go one. There you go. Because I like the idea of taking back to back. Two or three. Um, I'll take two. Okay, so Jack Mitchell, me. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> That's it's a bad start. It's right. a bad start. I think there's two like really heavy hitters, and then I think that, and, and then I think it kind of starts to get interesting from there. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I might regret it. I, I the only reason why I took two is because in case Jack doesn't take, yeah, no, my one. But yeah. if he does take my one, I think I'd rather have three. But I guess I can't really go back on it now. Yeah, I, I think I'll like having the back to backs. It, it's going to depend what you guys do. All right, one oh one. Stuffing. Correct pick. Is that the one that Shref, Shref, were you interested in a trade back? <laughs> that was the one I won. Yeah. Um oh, because the only remember. reason I would have been interested is if is if that was still there. So I'm I'm okay. So stuffing's yeah. my, my one. And it's like honestly for me personally, it's tied with something else, which I know wouldn't have gone one. Mm. Maybe it'll get back to me at what do I have? Five, six? Um, six. I don't know, but it's, everyone loves stuffing, so and I do too. And it's like it's you only get it on Thanksgiving, which makes it even better and more worthy of a one on one. So, and it like I think that was definitely the pick for me. It, it's it's also because I'm I'm a guy who likes to mix everything together. Uh huh. If you're doing that, this like stuffing is just like such a perfect thing to just kind of like layer in there with, with with everything else. Like it it perfect. perfect who perfect. how how do you even come up with stuffing? I don't know. It's a great question. Like, it's just like obviously just like bread and like whatever it was is a genius though. And absolutely, you, you know what? We, we have the internet. Yeah, because like it's just such a weird it's like another food that like who ever thought to like scramble eggs? Like it's just it's just such like a weird thing, but it's so good and so common. I mean, it's once a year, but still, it's it's common. It's a staple for Thanksgiving every year. Like, how do you even like come up with that recipe? And look at this guy's fun fact. Yeah. Uh, sometime between second century BC and first century AD, a chef by the name of Apicius, Jesus? Apicius, no, not quite close, created a cookbook chef? called uh, Alpicius de Re Coquinaria. In its pages are recipes for stuffed chickens, rabbits, pigs, and, and even mice. Well, stuffed with what? Stuffing? Stuffing. I think stuffing, because I mean, it, it, it's bread. Like, like, bread. Like, wouldn't they stuff them with like vegetables? I mean, you could, but like, I mean, bread's also been around forever. So, like, I'm sure they were stuffing with bread too. So, was it just bread though? Like, how how did we how did we get stuffing. to the like the current stuffing rest? Like, I don't know. I, we should we should look into it. But uh, yeah, for the most part for the most part, the stuffing consisted of a variety of vegetables, spices, nuts, and herbs. Okay. Yeah. The original stuffing was a lot more vegetable heavy, but obviously the bread has taken over recently. The food name is also a verb. Like it's the action that you're supposed to do with it, which is odd. Like the rest of it should just be called eating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to draft eating? <laughs> I think that means you draft everything, but you also eat stuffing, so I don't know. Wow. 
Well, I mean, that would have been my one-on-one. I'm glad we were all on the same page, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's like I said, there, there's one other one that I, I think has its place, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, that's where um, I'm probably not going to take it. So I don't know. I don't know. Do I do I do I go with the polls or my heart, guys? That's that's always the internal debate that you have to that you have to have with yourself. But I mean, to be honest, nothing one on one. I got both. Well, yeah, duh. But I, I mean, where to put yourself in our shoes, Jack? Where do you go from here? That's the problem. I know what I would do. Uh, I think it, it's clear for me personally, but I don't know. For about you, you know guys. what? I'm going to go with my heart. I don't care about the polls. I need to, if, if I won a poll and I wasn't authentic and true to myself, it would be in vain. So I'm not going to do that. At 102, Team Mitchell will be selecting pumpkin pie. Wow. Okay with that pick. I, don't, I mean, Treff, do you like pumpkin pie? I do, I, I do enjoy pumpkin pie. I, I, I enjoy it a lot. It's not... I mean, I, I also like it for this draft because, like, I'm you can't eat pumpkin pie any other time. Like, if you do, I'm oh, I, I do, but I, I'm also in the well. minority. But I, yes, same boat. Jack, I do it. No, no, I know Jack. I know it's Jack's like favorite thing. Like, not even just food. It's just Jack's favorite thing. I think. Yeah. So I love pumpkin pie. I have it for my birthday every year. That's in August. So yeah, it's like yeah, I'm gonna be a stickler here. I'm assuming we're gonna have a graphic on on the Instagram. Yeah. For that graphic, will you be asking for that picture to have whipped cream on top or no? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I should be allowed to, right? I think you should be too. But yeah, I don't, I don't, no, he's, I'm, he's, he's, his question is, do you have whipped cream? cream? Do you eat it without whipped cream or with? No, he's asking, will the graphic have whipped cream on it? You, you can choose, select whatever picture you want. You can make any request you want. On there. But I, I was also asking that because Jack and I... Uh, got into a heated debate on Jack's Instagram the one time because he posted mm-hmm. a picture of him eating pumpkin pie and there was no whipped cream on it. I mean, I, I would eat it without it, but I, it just makes it better. Same. It's so much better. And I did post a picture with pumpkin pie three Thanksgivings ago. Um, I was eating it without whipped cream because it was in, I got a piece and it was, the whipped cream was in use and I just wanted to eat it and I got too excited. So I just ate it. But yeah, I mean, okay. preferably I guess with pump, with whipped cream makes it better. But that, is don't that eat is, it. is that like when you heat up chicken tenders and you get too excited to eat them out and you, you take them out and eat them lukewarm? I did it. Yeah, I did that tonight with a different oh, food. God. I did that tonight with taquitos. That I feel like that's more understandable than chicken tenders. But we we're getting off topic here. Um, don't know how it'll do, and it may have been a reach, but I think it is legitimately my second favorite food item on Thanksgiving. I really do. Um, so Shreff has two picks here. I'm ex- I'm intrigued to see where he goes and what will fall yeah. to me at two point two. It's it's really hard right now because I'm looking at two things that like they like ah oh man. I'm I'm having the same internal debate of because there's there's two I like more and there's two that I probably should take. They're not as fun. I'm gonna. I'm going to do it. This, this is. I mean, you do have two picks here. If you wanted to, you could do one that's yeah. more sentimental and one that's more chalky. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go chalk here. I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I let one of you two guys get what you just got and then back it up with this. So I'm so I'm going to take turkey. 
I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take the turkey. Um, it's definitely, uh, I, I know I'm not giving it a, a glowing review. It, I, I, it's certainly not my favorite part of Thanksgiving. It's not. And, and, we, and we can be honest about that, and that's fine. But I think at the end of the day, when you think Thanksgiving, you're going to be thinking turkey. Um, as I've gotten older, I think I've learned to appreciate it a little bit more. I'm a, I personally am a dark meat guy. I don't know about the two of you guys. Um, I, I go dark meat personally. Um, and I, it, it, it's at a point where it just, I like to mix everything and it, it mixes in well and you, it has to be there. It has to be there. That, Chef, that was when I was deciding between that or stuffing yeah. 101. Yeah, because I'm glad, I, I'm glad I did it. Because I, I think people do like, don't like, don't appreciate turkey and don't think it's great, but like, I, I'm a, I love any meat. So, um, yeah, yeah. Turkey's, turkey's and turkey I like a lot. Like not even just like Thanksgiving turkey. Like I love like lunch meat turkey. Like any turkey I like. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that too because I just think like I think it gets a bad rap. Um, yeah, I don't think it's as as mid as the kids would say, as mm-hmm. everyone says it is. Um, and it, it needs to be there. It wouldn't be the same without it. So I completely agree. And like I said, like if I, cause it like, obviously the reason I wasn't like thrilled about picking is cause like, it's not the flashy pick, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to have fun explaining it, but you it, just took the stud offensive tackle. Yeah, I did. Like if I would have let you guys start with stuffing and pumpkin pie and then back it up with Turkey as your second pick, like that's it's game over. So I, I, I had to do it. Uh, now here's where it gets more tough. I'm going to trust that one of these is going to make it back to me. Maybe both. I feel like I'm going to have a very unpopular second pick. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. You know what? No, screw it. I did. I went with my, I went with my head on the first pick and appealing to the masses. I'm appealing to myself on this pick. This could be very controversial. We're going to see. I, I, I will defend this until the day I die. I feel like this is going to, this is going to get a bad reception. I'm taking green bean casserole with my pick. Oh, I'm off my it. board. That was not on my board. Shref, I completely agree. Yeah, Mitch I green love green bean casserole. This, green so, bean casserole is amazing. I'll get my. This, I'll give, I want to get my take on it, but you guys go first. Like this, this, this dish for me is is like an enigma. It, it it's a vegetable, but then you know you have all. I don't even know what 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 kind of sauce is it. Like even is it that they're putting in there? It's like a. I'm pretty sure it's. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, like I think cream, it's green be- cream cream of mushroom soup, the mushroom uh, soup, and then the cris- onions crispy, on cr- yeah, the crispy uh, onions and green beans. They like obviously like the w- with all the things that are in there, it makes it not really a vegetable, but it it, it couldn't taste less like a vegetable. Like it is, I, I don't know what it is, and like I said, like I I keep coming back to it, but mixing everything in it, it it's another perfect mixing food. Just goes great with everything else, and it I. Think for the sake of the grant, like for for the voting. Well, I know it's unpopular. I think the people who like green bean casserole are going to be voting for me because the people who like it love it. I, I feel like there's no in between on this, you know. That's fair. Except I'll tell you I'll, what, like for I'll voting, I feel you're going to get wrecked, Shref. Like turkey and green bean, I I don't think that's going to play well. But I, I got mean, two more both... picks. I, I still got two more picks. Okay. I but... I could tell you that it wouldn't make it back to you. So if, if you if you really wanted it, you had to take it. That's all I needed to know. As long as it wasn't going to get back to me, it's fine. 
it would have been a solid third round pick for me because I don't I would have bet that Jack wouldn't have taken it and I could have gotten it there. And like I said, this was my pride taking over more than anything. Like I like I'm I'm the green bean casserole guy in my family. Like that like that's like that's all me. So like if I would have come out of this draft without that, I I would have felt like a bad person, you know. I'll say this too. I don't even know if anyone in my family and you could crack me if I'm wrong, Jack, is a green bean casserole person. So for Thanksgiving this year, it's just going to be uh, our immediate family. <laughs> and I might have to take matters in my own hands and have to make it. Because if I don't, I who, will? who will? Who yeah. will? So you got to look out for yourself first. Even though yeah. I know it's Thanksgiving, you're supposed to be grateful for the ones around you. But yeah. certain times you got to be selfish. And you got to, you got to, when you got to make your own green bean casserole sometimes. So it, it makes me very happy that you agree with me because I didn't want to have to like go to war about this take. So having you on my side helped out for sure. Oh, definitely right. not. Two things though. My take on green bean casserole. Uh, it's good. I think there's a lot of other better stuff. Um, like I, I'll I don't eat know it. If there is though. That's the thing, Jack. Like if I'm, if I'm I ranking, dis- I, I think I'm putting. I think stuffing's going one. I think green bean casserole might be going two for me. Um, I just, uh, I think there's other better stuff. Like it tastes fine. I, I, I don't necessarily love vegetables. So I guess that's why it's just not really on my board. That's the craziest part. I don't um, love vegetables either. Yeah. It's, it's like not a, it, I think it's, it's probably underrated from the general population, but like I, I still wouldn't okay pick it. That. Like there's, there's so many other, other foods for Thanksgiving I love. So okay with that. Oh I mean, yeah, that's... my other thing. Other thing. Sorry, uh, Mitchell. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Are you going to be? Uh, are you going to be taking on a, a green bean challenge again this year? Uh, I did that during Christmas, so I'll do it during on Christmas. Uh, I'm not gonna be there, Chef. Do you know about Mitchell's green bean challenge? Not at all. <laughs> Chal- Wait, what do you say? Yes or no? Not at all. I've ever challenge that. Challenge. Who he? It was a challenge like he challenged himself no one challenged him but he um think of like a microwavable bag of green beans i don't know this big bag, what yeah. is it Mitchell? like six servings and he you ate the whole thing is that the correct yeah. amount so yeah it started in christmas of 2020 um i was in the fantasy football championship you're and, saying uh, this is like a war story <laughs> well i yeah just wait um, I was going against Alvin Kamara, and you all know what happened to Alvin Kamara in Christmas of 2020. Uh, if you're going against him in fantasy football championships, he scored six him. touchdowns. Yeah, uh, I was 12 and one that season, I had scored 1800 points. I thought I was going to have a great Christmas weekend, but my matchup was over before it even started because Alvin Kamara did that. So, me looking for meaning in life, I'm like, you know what, I need to accomplish something, I need to feel something. Yeah, you so, need to bring uh, that back into your life in some in some way, shape, or form. I understand. So I'm like, let's eat this whole bag of green beans and see if you can come out as a winner. Because you know you're not going to be a winner in fantasy football. So let's see if you can eat it. And I did. Um, it it felt good, but also not good. It made me not want to eat green beans for a while, which I think I did. Take a little bit of time off. Yeah, you have to. Um, you got to take a break from that. But then I put a goal forward to do at least you know at least one maybe two vegetable challenges uh per year sure. um after that i ate a whole cucumber an 18 inch cucumber jack was there for that one that was i think last summer 
break out um, into pieces or you, just kind of like yeah, you did no, it again no. this year no no no. And not only did i eat an 18 inch cucumber i ate it like corn on the cob and oh, I just okay ate, you were gonna just, you, you were yeah it. i d- didn't cut didn't cut it up just ate it normally i not, I, no, I, not I, normally. I was picturing I, I was picturing you holding it like in like, like holding it like this like a like a, i ate like it i ate it like I kind of rotated between corn dog method and corn on the cob sure. method. Yeah. Um, well, we went on a big tangent there, but actually to answer Jack's original question, I probably won't be doing it this Thanksgiving because I really want to enjoy the food and the atmosphere yeah. and, and the ambiance. Never pleasure, not ever business. Yeah. Christmas time may be a different story, especially if I'm in the championship and something un- unfortunate happens yeah. um, again. <laughs> so sure. we'll see about that, but not, no, not on Thanksgiving. Uh, and I know you're not going to be there, but if if I do do it on Christmas, uh, maybe we'll FaceTime you or something. You can you can get a live look in. Um, well, I've done a lot of pandering. Uh, I'm up here at 202. Now, this is a dish which I feel like you guys are probably going to know where I'm going with this once I get into my little spiel here. Uh, I didn't realize it was a Thanksgiving dish until about a couple of years ago, and I think I've only had it at one Thanksgiving. Uh, which was last year, I believe we had it last year, and I wasn't because I wasn't with my family, so, and I experienced a different family's traditions and whatnot. But uh, apparently, a lot of people consider this a staple for Thanksgiving. I never really had it growing up, but it's great. And uh, we're picking mac and cheese at two hundred two. I wish, man, it, that like the if I when I when when I pass away, I think my my biggest regret in life is going to be that I didn't come from a family that did mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Well, Trev, take matters into your own hands and make it, because Mitchell, that's what I'm doing this week. I'm making it. We're having oh, it. Oh, sweet. Maybe I, you know what? Maybe I'll do that with you. Maybe, maybe I'll make one and just just bring it with me and say, you know what? Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with... Uh, never mind. Never mind. But yeah, mac and cheese, 202. I'm pretty happy with that one. I think, uh, that's, I think it's good value in the second round, in my opinion. I definitely would have taken it with my next pick. Was, okay. If I was gonna poke holes in it, the only uh, the only hole that I would poke in, in in your in your pick is that um when I think mac and cheese, I don't I don't think Thanksgiving though. Oh, me neither, because I mean I didn't we didn't grow up with it either. So, but uh, I just think now that I kind of discovered like oh this is something we could also have on Thanksgiving, I'm like the more the merrier. So yeah, we'll make one this year. All right, Jack, two picks for you. Two, three, and three, one. Um. Okay, I. I'm going with the strategy here. Um, my next pick, I'm gonna go with mashed potatoes. Fair. That was the one I was debating between with um mm. with casserole. Very good. Love with gravy. Love with everything. Uh, I know Mitchell. You didn't like. You used to not love mashed potatoes. Which I don't know why. They don't love them. Why? I mean, if they don't have gravy on them, I'm not eating them. That's weird. Like, what? It's almost the same thing. It's like honestly better than some French fries. Nope. Whoa. No, it's not. You know what, Jack? Yeah, I agree. I I I was gonna mention. I was gonna. Sorry. Go continue. I was just gonna say, I, I I was gonna try to sneakily take uh, gravy as, as one of my picks, but I kind of figured that that wouldn't fly. Eh. So now that we're talking about it, it's fine. But I actually, I think I do agree with you. I think 
and mashed potatoes are definitely better than some fries. Yeah, like I think about the very the like the best French fries, like mashed potatoes don't beat that, but like there's just some like a- average fries that are still good because they're fries, but I mashed potatoes are objectively better, I think. No. They're creamy. There's cream cheese okay. in it. There's butter. Like it's mashed potatoes are really good. Not at all. Yeah, if if it doesn't have gravy, I don't I don't really like them. Without gravy, I'm fine with it, honestly. Yeah, same. Get the right like salt level on there, and you still got some taste to it. Still, still, still gorgeous. And like I'm, I'm thinking like, well, because now this isn't even Thanksgiving, but now I'm thinking like, like some steak and mashed potatoes. Like, oh, come on now. Right. I knew I wasn't going to get it because I knew that I'm, I'm the low guy on mashed potatoes. So. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I knew Mitchell wouldn't have taken it, so I assumed Shreff would have taken it with his next picks. Um. I mean, I, I feel like I would have had to, if it was there in the fourth round, which no way it would be with anyone else drafting, I would have to take it then. You know, that's just too far falling down the board. But With my next pick, it may not be viewed as Thanksgiving, but I know we've had it before, and it's not that uncommon for families to have it. Uh, and for the sake of, like, rounding out a plate, of my picks with stuffing and mashed potatoes, I'm gonna go ham. I want to yeah, meet. That's where I thought you were gonna go. I like that. Turkey is taken, and obviously that's the the ideal Thanksgiving meat. But ham is still really good. I love all meat. Um, some people even think ham's better than turkey. So, I uh, yeah, I I like that pick, and I think I'm gonna have a very well rounded plate for my on my graphic. It's a very good looking plate. Um, I I think. Ham versus turkey. When it comes to, when it comes to like like well done like like legit like turkey versus ham. I think I like ham better. When it comes to lunch meat, I think I like turkey better than ham though. Fair. I don't know. I I think I like tur- I like turkey better, but like ham, I maybe in a ham mood. Yes. I prefer turkey in all situations. Okay. Any you like ham? Like the. Like the big ham you would have for like Easter, or for Thanksgiving? Yeah. No, not really. Why? I just don't. I I don't know how to describe it. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't mess with that. Fine. So I don't like that pick. Hmm. Chef, would you have taken it? Ham? Uh, if I hadn't, if if I hadn't taken turkey. Oh, Chef took turkey. All right, so Mitchell wouldn't have taken ham then. But if I hadn't no. taken turkey and I was sitting there scrambling for like a big a big thing, I would have definitely considered ham. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we're going. Uh, You're up, we're, Mitchell. We're, we're going meatless with Team Mitchell here. All right. Um, it's tough. I could go a couple of different directions. Um, but I'm going to go with something I think will do pretty well. Uh, sweet potato casserole. Mm, good yep. choice. Love with that. marshmallows, without. Uh, I mean, the the graphic will have marshmallows, so okay. I feel like it has. Yeah, to. that's a good one. I haven't had it much. I've only had it once or twice, but I I did enjoy it when it, when I had it. Yeah, uh, big fan. It's really good. Not really much much else to say. Kind of, it, it lets its play do the talking for it for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, just, it shows up uh, year in year out, and uh, July Solid. solid uh, I want. To, I think it's disrespectful to call it a role player because it's 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 a role player. It's plus. a role. It's a role player. It's a role, it's a role player. player, but it has a very defined role in it, like you know, on the team. 
it's a role player plus I'd, I'd argue um so yeah I, i'm really happy with that one getting that in the middle of the third i think this actually we can discuss stars and role players post draft i don't want to influence anything but i think it's definitely a role player but hey you need a uh you need Thanks, thanksgiving's the definition of role players there's a bunch of sides i think yeah there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's like, like three stars and i think the rest role players in my opinion is like a is like a punt returner where like you know like like a role player but you know once in a while will kind of like you know show up and surprise you and all of a sudden you're like whoa where'd he come from you know i think it's like no i think it's more okay maybe game breaker i was i was thinking more like a tyler boyd (laughs) yeah 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 that works too (laughs) okay just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Jack, are you gonna give us NFL player comps for our picks? Yeah, we might need this, some like, player comps. <laughs> That'd be uh, tough. Okay. okay, sure. Final two picks here. You got uh turkey and green bean casserole. Ew. Uh I'm gonna take on this is this isn't outside the box, actually. I, I would assume that most most people have some version of this with with their meal. I'm gonna go with like with like a dinner roll, like a roll. Okay. No, that's um, I. I was considering it. Think I like. I mean, I personally, we normally. I'm trying to remember. We we we're all over the place. A lot of the time, we end up doing like the like the Hawaiian rolls, like those Kings Hawaiian rolls. Those are those are really good with that. I know a lot of people will sometimes do like the maybe they'll do like the Pillsbury like like thing like one of those. Um, but I feel like like I said, I I keep coming back to it. But as someone who enjoys like the glob of food that you make having that roll to just kind of like wipe across and get like some gravy yeah. and everything else on there. It's like the perfect thing to soak everything up. And yeah, it's a roll. Like if you want to, you could throw some butter on it, still gets the job done. Yeah. Dinner roll. So that's, so that's one of them. It's a solid role player. It, it legitimately, it really is. I think. All right. Continue. Mm, no, it sounds please. like sounds like Jack. No, 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 please, Jack. No, please, please. I don't. I think it's like a step below a role player. I literally. I think that's like the twelfth man. I don't Ooh. know, man. Not no, no, not like twelfth man, like crowd. I think it's like a twelfth man on a basketball team. You think? Uh, was it on your board? No. Ooh, draft drafted two of Jack's uh, unranked players. Like I I I appreciate green bean casseroles on green bean casseroles only unranked because you don't like it. You know that it's a that it is part of Thanksgiving. I like it. Like it's not. It's fine. I mean, yeah, green, I, green I, bean casserole is like my fifth or sixth ranked food um, <laughs> of all time. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> the like the utility of roll and like what is used for and what Shreff just said. It's just a piece of bread, though. It is, but I like in when I think about it, a dinner roll has never been more useful than in this situation where you have just such a collection of like fun things to just like roll, like just you know push that thing through. You come up with such just a nice like. Oh, yes, nice I, I appreciate that. Yes, I, I I feel like it 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 almost it acts as a vessel. It it it's basically a spoon that you eat, like a set or a fork that you eat, essentially. The situation. I. I'll wait for my comments after, but uh, it's getting a little hostile. I don't, I don't Shref, know. About this make your last pick, right, Chef Slope? Yeah, I'm gonna make my last pick. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Uh, this is he. My, my family personally always has this as a as another option um, of something that had already been taken. Um, you you guys will have to let me know. I know that Jack is already a, a huge fan of this as is, so I know he won't be upset with the food itself. 
Um, I'm, I'm going to take an apple pie for my last pick. I'm going to take an apple pie. That was, uh, I was really hoping that would get back to me. Yeah. So we, I mean, we, we always have both, obviously Thanksgiving, you're obviously like, I'm always going to opt for the pumpkin first, but as long as I have room and honestly, even without having room, I'll still always opt for the piece of the apple pie. Plus if you have ice cream with it, if not completely, okay, it, it, it's perfectly okay. Standalone. Um, I personally like it better than pumpkin pie, but I obviously understand that pumpkin pie, uh, pumpkin pie has a bigger role in the Thanksgiving, uh, realm, but I'm very happy with that as my last pick. I think it rounds off, you know, you, you got your Turkey, you got your casserole, you, you dip it all with your roll and you come back and you have apple pie. So I, I feel good. Yeah, it's a solid pick. I mean, obviously it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense on my team, uh, right. having pumpkin pies as the one, one point two. Yeah, that's why I thought I thought it could get back to me because I knew Mitchell was pumpkin pie. Well, and so. Jack, you also kind of tipped your hand because you were talking about how you were like visualizing like your plate, like like your plate of what you have. So once you were talking about that, I was like, oh, he's gonna want to round this out with something else. And I, so I, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was high on my list though. I had, I had I assumed that I wasn't gonna get pumpkin pie, so I was kind of waiting on that one. All right, so I'm gonna make my last selection here. I. I'm going to assume this is not going to be a popular selection at all. Uh, I don't care, though. And I don't even know if people have this, really, at Thanksgiving. I did look at a couple articles, and they they did say it is, you know, it can be. It's a Thanksgiving food. Um, Use in other situations, for sure. Um, And I'm going to say it, and if you're listening... You know, you might be rolling your eyes or shocked or whatever. Um, you'd be like, how could he take this? I'm taking coleslaw. Oh. Treff looks surprised. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Did you even consider that a Thanksgiving food? Of course I did not. No. <laughs> okay. People, do people seriously not have it at, at Thanksgiving? I'm trying to think if we, I'm, I don't know, maybe we do and I don't remember, but if, if it, I, 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 I don't even, I, I've come around on coleslaw, but I'm trying to think if we've ever had it. So here, I'll, I'll tell you this, right? So Jack and I have had it every single year uh, for Thanksgiving in our whole life. Hmm. Uh, and I grew up, my aunt would make it. She passed on. That's like my main responsibility at Thanksgiving is to make the coleslaw. It's literally like the only thing Mitchell would knows how to make. <laughs> right. So, and I grew up having that. It was the first time I had coleslaw. I really liked it. Then I went to other places. You know, it's, it's common at like, I don't know, like fried chicken places or whatnot. Or, and I had, it, I, I had it at other, like other than those other instances. I'm like, this is not the coleslaw I'm used to. I don't, I'm not, the, the pieces of cabbage were really thick. And yeah, I that's the thing. The, the coleslaw with like thick cab, like cabbages that aren't as chopped up. Yeah, because the texture of cabbage and the taste isn't really appealing. But when you have very finely chopped cabbage, and the way it should be prepared, as we've had it, it's very good. So, uh, yeah, again, I would say before anyone criticizes my selection, I would employ them to try my coleslaw i think it's the best coleslaw i there i don't have much to brag about with my culinary skills whatsoever and i would not normally do this in any other circumstance but i know how to make coleslaw 
I think I make it better than anyone, and I stand by that. Anyone that I've ever had, I've never had coleslaw better than mine. So, do you know the recipe on top of your head? Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly, it's just four ingredients. What measurements do you Don't have? Share it? it. That's your secret recipe. Don't share it. Do you know the measurements? See, or do the, you thing eyeball is, it? the thing is, Shref, I can't even spoil it because it, there is there. Yeah, it's about vibes. It's made with love, so lo- I mean, love's the main ingredient at the end of the day. We talk about they would doing some of our picks with vibes. Coleslaw is all vibes, and I get the vibes right every time. Vibes. You don't measure get, it? No, I don't. Good, yeah, it. that's how you should do it's it. It's a perfect one-liner. Coleslaw is all vibes. Yeah, and I again, it's just it's just cabbage, carrots, uh, slaw dressing, and mayo, and you can put some like spices in there too, like paprika. Like, yeah, paprika, salt, pepper, uh, a little bit of sugar, a little some other stuff in there. Yeah. Um. So, again. I, I make a mean coleslaw. I'll, I'll, I got to give myself credit. So, uh, Drac- I need to pick well. It's a, I, I'm, I'm fine with the pick. Jack, last selection. Kind of torn between two. Um, now because Chef took apple pie. Um, I'm gonna go with what I think is more Thanksgiving. Maybe not as good as the other one, but it's more Thanksgiving, and I feel like I should stick to the brand. Where are you going? You know where I'm going. Yeah, I uh, think so too. Think so. I don't think you do. What am I deciding between? Oh, I don't know what you're deciding between. Is is there another pie on the table? No. Ooh. I think I know. Oh, I I, I might know one, maybe. Prediction, Mitchell. Go. What is it? It's a cranberry sauce. No. I was thinking maybe maybe you were thinking like cornbread or something like that. Chef got the pick right. I am picking cornbread. Go. Look at that. Uh, it's very good, and I, I think it should have been as the side bread. I think we've taken over rolls, and I also think that since that was the last pick, so I can say it: biscuits. Yeah, cornbread's a little bit more Thanksgiving-ish. Right, so I'm taking cornbread. It's because biscuits. At least I have more off. Like all cornbread, you really only I feel like only have. It's more typical to have at Thanksgiving. Biscuits more year round, so cornbread's my pick. And cornbread stuffing is very good too. Yeah, that is, uh, I don't think I've ever had cornbread stuffing. Good, good point. All right, uh, so to recap the draft, uh, Jack picked stuffing, mashed potatoes. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Have so, you read it? Yes. Oh, oh you wrote it down? Yeah, of course I did. Uh, so Jack has stuffing. Mashed potatoes, ham, and cornbread. Uh, Mitchell has pumpkin pie, mac and cheese, uh, sweet potato casserole, and coleslaw. I have turkey, green bean casserole, dinner rolls, and apple pie. I think that's a really solid draft. I I I'll be interested to see where the voting goes. I think it it's going to be hard to overcome Jack because I think stuffing is going to have such a a huge. I think mashed potatoes are audience behind it. What do you say? I think mashed potatoes are going to be pretty popular too. Yeah, I think Jack, Jack, I think I'll win. I think Jack will win. I'm like I said, the, the the green bean casserole could sink me, or or if there's enough people who who would die for green bean casserole like I would, I'm hoping that they show up to the polls and you know make their voice heard. Um, I think well, Shref's controversial picks may be tur- I think Shref had too many controversial. Keep in mind, I love all of it, so. I'm not one of the people, but controversial pick. Some people don't like turkey, creamy casserole, and rolls are just 
I I expressed the downside of roles. Um, no, I don't think there's a great with apple pie. So uh, there's some controversy with your picks. I, some of them, Shref. Mitchell, uh, some people don't like pumpkin pie, which is weird. Uh, and coleslaw is not going to be popular. Um, but your middle picks were mac and cheese and what? Uh, sweet potato casserole. All right, those those will hit. Um, you took no risks though, Jack. I and, and, well, and adventure. I, there was no risk to be taken. Like I wasn't even trying to pander to the polls. I, like those were legitimately my favorite things that were available. Stuffing. I don't think ham's gonna be too po- overly popular, but I need a meat. So, uh, hey, and Mitchell didn't take one. I think he should have. What was I gonna be taking? I don't know. Make one fried chicken. I don't know. That's weird. No, I'm not taking a fried chicken on a Thanksgiving. Draft. The inside That's of a like... pumpkin is the inside of a pumpkin considered to be meat. No, that's absurd. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Just trying to um, throw out ideas. I'm trying to help them out. All right. So um, before we move on to our picks, any uh, any honorable mentions that didn't get drafted? I, I brought up uh, cranberry sauce. Uh, I I don't I don't I'm seeking out cranberry sauce, but I got to put on my plate for the aesthetic, and it's not terrible. Agreed. Um. Corn, corn. I mean, I mean, I feel like you can't really. I mean, with all these heavy hitters, uh, corn would be kind of a wasted pick. But I agree with corn. Um, what was one I had? Pecan pie. Love pecan pie. That's what I thought you were gonna take with that last pick when I asked Mm -hmm. if there was another pie on the table. How do you guys feel about? I mean, deviled eggs. Anyone have deviled eggs at Thanksgiving? Yes, that's like my mom's like favorite food of all time. I absolutely love deviled eggs. Um, I think it's de- it's clearly more of an Easter thing, so that's why I didn't include it. I also, I mean, again, I take pride in not pandering, but like I know no one would vote. For, like people would like specifically not vote for me because I had deviled eggs. It's, it's true, um, but I, I also, love deviled eggs. Me too. I really like them. Depending how the board shook out, I was gonna try to sneak by you guys the the day after leftover sandwich. That's the, I don't think that's, that would be in play, but that's yeah, agreed. That's very good. But I don't know if you could do Thanksgiving that. food. Technically, you're not eating it on Thanksgiving, but it's it it's Thanksgiving food. Oh, it's a culmination of all of them. Mm-hmm. Best I think that's a, I think I, I think that's a power move. I think it would have been. A, it, I I thought about it, but the board didn't shake out to where I felt like. And once I got turkey, I wasn't going to do it. But if I was sitting there with no meat, I was 100 percent going to try to going to try to uh, sneak by with that. Hey, sure. If I would have allowed it. Oh, dang it. Now I wish I would have done it. I feel like that could have won me the draft. Um, sorry, I just took my headphones out. If it's if I sound different, Hogline Nation. Um, anything else? Anything else that we're missing here? That was a good draft. I enjoyed that. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I can't think of any other, anything else notable. But Dude, let we, us know if we missed something. We should do more drafts. We yeah. love a good draft. They're pretty great. Inspires some some heated debate. I enjoy it. Yeah. All right. It is uh, time for the picks. And last week, we didn't do so hot. I went one and two. Uh, I had the Titans to cover. They did on Thursday Night Football. However, I had the Giants to cover. And they did not. They got destroyed by the Lions. And I had the under in that game. And it went over. Shref had the Rams. 
they did not cover. The Rams are looking awful right now. Oh, they're poopy. I don't like them. Your second pick was, do you remember? I'd have to pull it up. Do you remember what it is, Rep? Mm, okay, was. there it is. Oh, Patriots minus three and a half. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Patriots minus three and a half. That it did hit. Well, the dumbest hit of all time, but it did hit. <laughs> yeah, on the on the miraculous punt return there. Uh, also, had the Eagles Colts over forty three and a half. That did not hit. Jack is sitting at zero and two. Eagles did not cover. Steelers did not cover. And uh, we're in the middle of uh, Monday Night Football right now. What's the score? Anyone? We're not uh, on pace for the over. I think it was 10 to 10 7. It's 7 3. 3, not, not even 10 7. Sorry, 7 3. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll all potentially be 1 and 2, or Jack could even be 0 and 3. Uh, that still puts me at first at uh, 16, 13, and 1. Shref is 14 and 16. And Jack is currently at 11 and 18, with the potential of being 11 and 19. So he's got some ground to make up. But that being said, I have a first selection of where I want to go. Before we get into it, though, I want to caveat that Jack did say before we recorded that uh, with the spirit of Thanksgiving, that at least one of our picks, whether that be the spread or the total, has to include one of the three Thanksgiving matchups between the Bills and the Lions, the Giants and the Cowboys, and the Patriots and the Vikings. Pretty good matchups. Um, I mean, Cowboys-Giants was not expected to be this good of a matchup preseason at all. Uh, people weren't sure about the Patriots Vikings. They're firmly in playoff spots as of right now. And, uh, you know, the Lions are a frisky team. They uh, have some momentum, and the Bills are, uh, you know, they've had some some concerning moments, I'd say, but they're pretty much right where everyone expected them to for the most part. So good slate of games. Um, but one of our picks does have to include them. For me, the first direction that I'm going to be going in I'm not sure if I want to take my Thanksgiving game first. I might want to. Um, I will. I'll take it. My first selection, uh, you guys can, again, here's another week of me saying I should redownload FanDuel, FanDuel to uh, verify the line, but I have not, evidently. Uh, I'm taking the Giants plus nine. Is it nine? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I'll take eight and a half. Uh, I picked the Giants last week. I've picked a, a game concerning the Gi- or involving the Giants four times this year. I'm 0 for 4. I can't seem to get them right. I picked, just to recap, picked the Jags with that weird line when the Jags are favored by three, and that blew up in my face. I picked them to cover against the Seahawks. They lost by like 14. And then this past week, I doubled up on them, and I didn't hit either of them. So. It's like that Michael Scott scene from The Office uh, when he says, I'm ready to be hurt again. I'm ready to be hurt again by the Giants here. Uh, I just think that eight and a half is a little too much. I feel like it should be six, six and a half maybe, uh, in my opinion. They only lost by seven when they played the Cowboys last. I know it was against Cooper Rush. Um, but they're still seven to three against the spread, which is tied for second best record in the league this year. And uh, it's a divisional matchup. The teams know each other pretty well. And uh, although I do think the Cowboys are going to win, I think it'll be right around a field goal. So uh, I, I think it'll, they can definitely keep it within that eight and a half. 
Take it. Shref, you are up. Hmm. Hmm. I want to go with my Thanksgiving game or not. Question. Yeah, that was the uh, only one where I had kind of uh, a strong inclination on. The other ones I wasn't really too too confident in. Yeah, I don't... There's, this is a tough one. I'm going to go... For the sake of entertainment, Mitchell, I think I'm going to face off against you. My first Whoa. I'm going to face off we against you. We haven't you. had the head-to-head in a while. I'm going to go head-to-head. I think it's time that I, I, I'm, I'm a little behind you right now. I think it's time that I make some moves to try to, to try to jump up on you a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to take Dallas to cover. Uh, this, the, I hate to admit it, this Dallas team is really good. Um, George Kittle just scored a, a 40-yard touchdown. Jack pumped his fist. I'm assuming he enjoyed that. Yeah, that um, is. Uh, I need it. Yes, I think he got it. Go. I have a prop, prop of him. Uh, 41 and a half, I think. So a slip by him there. Uh, anywho, um, the Styles team seems to be seems to have found their footing and is like kind of really starting to turn it on. Uh, Micah Parsons is just worldly, um, to say the least. Uh, and on offense, it seems like they have kind of mastered what they're going to be doing with this running game. Zeke seems to have fully become like the you know the power run situations, goal line situations. Pollard seems to be handling everything else, and it's working very, very well. Um, yeah, this th- this Dallas team seems fine tuned. It seems like the Giants are maybe kind of starting to realize that you can't just rely on Saquon for the entire game. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is uh, this is definitely a field pick, and this I'm definitely making this partly because I I want the chance to to beat Mitchell in this one. Um, but I'm just trusting what I've seen in Dallas, and I think they're gonna. I really do think that they're going to roll in this game. I think I think a ten point victory would 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 be would be understandable. So I'm I'm going to take Dallas here. Jack, now that you can't pick it, which uh, which side do you lean? Probably Giants. I just think it's too many points. I think I was going to win still, but agreed. Um, I guess I don't have to go my Thanksgiving. Well, you guys can still pick a Thanksgiving game. Technically, there's no rule. There's no uh maximum. So, y'all do all. No, I uh yeah I I do like this game regardless though. Um, so for my Thanksgiving pick, I'm gonna take the Vikings minus two and a half. Undervalued because they just lost the worst deficit of the year. Uh, maybe it's just, that's just a game you just kind of throw away disregard. It's sort of an anomaly. Um, I think they're still a very good team. They're at home against the Patriots, who I don't think are a good team, and maybe overvalued because they just got really lucky at the end of their game and won. Um, so, yeah, I think the Vikings will win this game, and I'm going to assume it's by Phil Gore more. It's my, Vikings minus two and a half. I think that's a trap, to be honest. I think you're a trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, just... Back storyline. My next pick. Yeah, I am. Right. I am going to go with a total. I'm going to go with the over 
over 41 and a half bears at jets hmm. did the jets just put up only three points last week correct but might not be zach wilson starting right robert sala said today an hour or two ago that they aren't committed to zach wilson starting this week and if they start flacco or mike white they're gonna sling it if they start zach wilson and he's not producing points, Black or Mike White's going to go in, and they're going to sling it. And if Zach Wilson does go there and put up points, then that's all the more better for my bet. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the, that, that's the issue. That's that's what you could be have to be concerned about taking the over in that game is the Jets' offense. Uh, I think you'd be concerned. I mean, Fields did get hurt, and he is day-to-day. Right, that's also I want to bring up Fields' injury. It's his left <laughs> shoulder. I think so. So wouldn't affect his throwing as much as a right shoulder would. Maybe he'd be less inclined to run, which hurts. But I still, I mean, if he's healthy and he's out there, I'm going to trust him to put up points. Just hope he's healthy. And yeah, that's it. That's what I got. Okay. Um, I am going to take my total as well. This is a little bit of a risky one, I would say. There's one side of this. It's definitely going to be a little questionable what's going to happen here. I'm going to take the over in the Dolphins-Texans game. I'm going to take the over 45.5 on that one. Um, This is kind of a vibes one on this one. Um, I don't know. The, the Dolphins offense, I mean, is has been clicking on all cylinders. Against Houston, I'm assuming that they're going to come out firing pretty early. Uh, with that being said, um, the Dolphins have gotten into some weird games this year where it turns into just these like all-out just scoring fests where the Dolphins just happen to continue to score while they're um, um, But, yeah, so I, I it this is just feeling like a points game for me. Um, that's about all I'm going to say about it. Over 45 and a half, I feel okay about it. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. I think the Dolphins could put it up close to that on their own. So They could. Yeah, the, the, it's the Texan side that makes me nervous. But like, the, this is more just me. Like, I feel like with this Dolphins team, there's been so many weird times where they, like, the other team just starts scoring points just because like, I don't know if it's the way the offense is going or what it is. But I don't know. All right. Well, my final two picks here um, – my next spread pick is going to be Bucks minus three. You guys have three. Uh, I believe it's three. Yeah, three. Yeah, they're playing yep. the Browns. They're on the road. Uh, stat that I found: the Browns are zero and five in this Kevin Stefanski era. So since two thousand twenty, uh, when they are when they are going against teams where they have a rest disadvantage, Bucks are coming off a bye. Um, I don't know if, if that's a, an issue. I don't know. Low-key, maybe Stefanski's kind of turning into Matt Nagy a little bit. You know, a hot start to their coaching career and kind of dwindling. I don't want to put him on net Matt Nagy level uh, quite yet. That's a little harsh. But, you know, just something to keep an eye on. Um, Bucks have looked a lot better the last two or three weeks. And uh, I just think that they are definitely three points better than the Browns right now. And, uh, again, their defense still looks elite. I think uh, 
Browns, I don't know. I think this is going to be like a 21-13 game or something like that. I don't think the Browns are going to score very much. Final one. You guys are going to love this one. Uh, we, we got here for our total. Broncos, Panthers, under 35 mm. points. You guys have well, 35? Uh, I think. Let me say it. I'm looking. Uh, yeah, 35 and a half. 35 and a half. We know it's low. It's very low. It might be the lowest of the year. Uh, it's ugly. You look at that, I'm like, that is, you know, it's only 35 points. These are NFL players. Come on, they can't score more than 35 points. They can't score more than 35 points. These two teams combined are 5 and 16 to the under. Uh, and we all know the stat we brought up last week. If the Broncos have scored 18 points offensively in regulation, they're 9 and 1. In regulation, right. Good, cap, good, uh, good note there because wouldn't hold up last week, but if they did in regulation, yes. That is embarrassing. And Would, the yeah. Panthers played the Ravens last week and it was 13 to 3. The Panthers' offense looks so as worse as it has all season. The Broncos have a top three defense. I'd say they have better defense than the Ravens. Um, and the Panthers' defense looked okay against the Panthers' Lamar's defense is solid, honestly. It's not even that bad. So I mean, legit. This this game is going to be ten to six. This game is this stinks. I don't know who's going to win it, mm-hmm. um, but I I just I literally can't see this team these two teams scoring at all. Like, I can't picture them putting it in the end zone. I really can't. It's ugly, but I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna grind this one out. Uh, yeah, that is a good one. Um, wait one second. I'm just want to pull up their average points each. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, the, it's, the 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 uh if you go on their averages for points scored, Broncos fourteen point seven, Panthers eighteen point eight, so that's thirty three and a half. Bad to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's brutal. Shref, you're up. Uh. I think I'm gonna do something a little sacrilegious here. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't like that I'm doing it, but I think I'm gonna do it. Um, I am going to take Packers to cover six and a half against the Eagles. Um, mm. yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, this for me is gonna be a little bit of a uh, like a challenge to the Eagles. We'll say. Um. These last two weeks have been absolute nightmares, at least compared to what the season has been uh, up to this point. Um, It has become clear over the last two weeks that there are ways to beat this team. Um, And if there is ever going to be someone, I know that they've been a little up and down this year, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers is someone who will probably be able to take advantage of the, the, you know, things that have gone wrong for the Eagles the last couple weeks. Um, and more than anything, it's just it, it's a primetime game. Uh, it, it, it's a primetime game, and the Eagles just haven't been playing well enough for me to feel comfortable with them covering a spread like this, especially against the team as Aaron Rodgers. And like I said, I know they've been very up and down, but I I just I think they're going to show up for a primetime game, 
And yeah, so I think I I still do. I, I think the Eagles will win this game. I just think it'll be another close one. So I'm going to take the Packers to cover the six and a half. I would like to see it. Um, before I get my last pick and start to circle back on Mitchell's pick, I just want to comment quickly on the Broncos and just how bad they are. You guys see today that uh, Nathaniel Haggett relinquished play calling duties. He did that today. I thought it was like before the game. Uh, maybe it was. Sorry. Yes, but uh, to Clint Kubiak. First off, you relinquish play, like what he play was calling to be good at. <laughs> duties to a guy named Clint. And yes, like that is what you were brought in for. You're the offensive. He also wait, you know what I realized now? He that means in his in his first year as head coach, he's relinquished uh, like the decision making duties. Late, exactly. Yes, this is exactly what I want to bring up. He he, he relinquished the late game like decision making duties. The What's offensive play. Calling. We know he's not calling defensive plays. He's not a defensive guy. So, like, what is he doing? Is he, he just doing? like a motivator? Hanging. Like, I don't like. He's what is he even out. doing? There? Yeah, he's just hanging out. Who did he late game decision making to? When they, they hired some guy who's I don't I, I, I don't yeah. know if it was an old coach or someone, but he like legit like sits up like in the booth now. I think. Yeah. Like when it comes to like decision making on like whether to go for it or like like clock management decisions like i'm pretty sure that's all in like his hands now or maybe not all in his hands but that guy's like giving recommendations to to hack as to what to right. do right so is he like he's just like delegated everything to everyone yeah. he's, he's just hanging out he, he's just i don't know he's, he's having fun um anyway my last pick and i wasn't even thinking much until shreff took the total but i'm gonna take the dolphins to cover minus 12 and a half Hmm. Dolphins are just really good. Texans really bad. That's really all I got for you. They beat the they beat the Browns by like what twenty plus, and I still think the Browns are better than the Texans. Um, Dolphins are home. That helps too. Coming off rest, there's a <laughs> there's a quarterback controversy in Texas. So kind of a uh, not. It's between what Davis Mills and Kyle Allen. That uh, what was his name? Lovey Levy Smith said he wasn't like certain on I don't know it was a, it's a discussion currently of who's going to be starting slash playing all of Sunday's games so I don't and things have never really looked good for the Texans this year and especially not this week and they play uh, probably a top team in the AFC who wants to further cement their, their seating for the playoffs so yeah did you say it was 12 and a half uh, yes okay all right. Well, there you have it, folks. I took the Giants plus eight and a half, um, Bucks minus three, and the Broncos, uh, Panthers under 35 and a half. Treff went head to head for me on Thanksgiving with the Cowboys minus eight and a half, Packers plus six and a half against his own team, and the Texans, Dolphins over 45 and a half. Uh, Jack picked the Vikings minus two and a half, Dolphins minus twelve and a half, and the Bears Jets over forty one and a half. That's the episode, folks. We made it. We are three days away from Thanksgiving. Uh, we will be hosting a DraftKings Thanksgiving contest. Trying to make this one the biggest one that we've ever done. They've just been, you know, we've done a few, a couple small ones with, uh, you know, just like five six people. But I think we've got eleven people on board. So far, so if really? you want, that's good. Yeah, if you want to play along, uh, 
reach out to us on Instagram at Hogline Podcast, and we we'd love to have you. Um, haven't decided the the entry fee uh, or the prize allocation, uh, but since we have a lot of people, maybe we can do somewhere between I don't know ten to twenty five bucks, and maybe have not at all go to winner take all. Um, but we'll see. We're going to iron out those details in the next day or two. Um, so, yeah, if anyone is interested, please play along. And we, uh, you know, trying to grow this contest. Uh, any closing remarks before we, uh, we sign off? I got nothing. Uh, uh, I have a five-leg parlay, and my two touchdown scores that were in it were Brandon Ayuk and James Conner. Both scored. So we're off and running. Nice. There you- that's beautiful. I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to. Well, what are the the other three legs? No, that's what he's not going to say. I can't. No, I thought he wasn't going to. He's not going to say whether they're going to happen or not. I just want to know what they are. Well, of course, he thinks they'll happen. That's why he picked it. Fine, I'll, fine, well, I'll just tell you guys. Uh, I think Christian McCaffrey might have almost just got it for me. I have Christian McCaffrey over 37 and a half receiving yards. I think he might have just. I think he just did. He's had two catches this drive. Um, Trey McBride over 21 and a half receiving yards. He has 12 right now. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo over 225 passing yards. He's at almost, I think he's at like 150 right now. Wow, good pace. So we're, we're okay. We're looking okay. McCaffrey has 42 receiving yards. So unless Three he gets, legs have been acquired, unless he gets a negative 11 yard catch or whatever, then you're good yeah. there. Yeah, let's not, let's not bring that into existence, but you are correct. There you go. All right. What are the odds on that one? Plus 2,410. Okay. There you go. You you deserve it after your uh, Thursday night blunder. Yeah. Eagles, Eagles, Texans. It does. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Have a great week. Hopefully everyone stays healthy and happy and safe and enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. Eat some of the food that we drafted and let us know how we did with our, with our, on the pulse. Um, take care, everyone. See ya. That's prayers, Matt stairs, County fairs, grizzly bears, Kevin Ware, armpit hair, evil layers, nightmares, prickly pears, and tender care. Tender care.